Welcome to this Burlington Audio Podcast. We hope you will be encouraged and inspired in your faith as you listen to this message. We'd love to hear what you think. Please be in touch with us through the website. More information and many more podcasts are all at burlingtonbaptist.org.uk. Thanks for listening. Great. Thanks, Elizabeth, ever so much. I want to uh, follow on from what we did last um, Sunday. Last Sunday, we uh, looked at uh, a passage of Scripture uh, and we kind of illustrated or demonstrated together how we might study it on our own using soap and allow it to speak into our lives. So it's a, it's a simple tool to help us in our daily rhythm of reading God's Word and receiving uh, from it. Today I want to add to that sense of daily rhythm to give us a tool around our praying. It might be that I'm the only one who struggles to be persistent uh, in prayer. If I am, you can all tune out and this will bless me and uh, you can honour me in that. But I guess that most of us, we struggle to be persistent and if we're honest, it gets a bit... um, boring. So we have a list of things that we're longing for God to do. Who hasn't got a list of things that we're longing for God to do? And we go through the list, not too dissimilar to the way we went through the list yesterday, and not too dissimilar to the way we went through the list the day before. Anyone with me? Anyone resonate a little bit? And um, if you do that for several days or several weeks, it gets so kind of dull, uh, it becomes almost a chore, a tick box exercise of getting through the list, and then after a while you'll skip the list every once in a while, and eventually for a season forget about it altogether. Just me. Okay. So, how do we keep that sense of persistent prayer, of being energized in prayer, well, this, I think, is one way. We know it, don't we, as uh, the Lord's Prayer. Perhaps more accurately, it's termed the disciples' prayer. It's the, the prayer that Jesus gave the disciples when they said, Lord, Teach us to pray. Or my paraphrase, Lord, how come you can keep praying for such a long time when we get bored and fall asleep? Or, Lord, how do we have that same sense of passion and prayer for prayer that we see in your own life? And Jesus gave them what we now know as the Lord's Prayer. And whilst praying the words of the Lord's Prayer is of great value and depending on our generation, our tradition, our upbringing, uh, our level of value that we attach to using those uh, actual words will go up and down. It, It would all be acknowledged that what Jesus was actually giving us was a pattern of prayer rather than simply words to pray. It follows a very typical rabbinic teaching style, which was just like early PowerPoint, putting headings into bullets around which we might pray. 
And so you can see those there on the screen, how the Lord's Prayer works like that. We, we begin our prayers with our focus on who God is, the Father's character. And so often when I get to my list, I'm beginning my prayers with the things that I need or the things that I want or the things that I think God should do that he seems unaware of. Oh, and Jesus says, this is the pattern, this is the, the place to begin, reminding yourself of who God is. There is no one greater than God, our Father who fills the heavens and the earth. Our Father whose character is hallowed, whose other, whose holy, who's altogether good and altogether loving and altogether kind, and altogether generous, and altogether with us. That's where you should begin your praying on the Father's character. And then if the Father is altogether good, and if he is altogether kind and altogether generous, then whatever you're praying about, you will want his kingdom to come into that situation. Because his kingdom is good, isn't it? His kingdom is loving. His kingdom is kind. His kingdom is all-powerful, powerful enough for whatever it might be. So your kingdom come, your will be done on earth in a general sense, but in a particular sense, your kingdom come, your will be done in that specific situation for which I am praying about. May it be according to your kingdom way. Now that can be hard, can't it? Because we think we know the best way for what we're praying about. But actually, if we're to honestly acknowledge that he's the Father who fills heaven and earth, who's altogether good, loving, and kind, we know it's his kingdom that we really want. It's his kingdom that we really uh, desire. And we know that for whatever we are praying about, Whatever his kingdom requires, he will give us our daily bread. He'll give us what we need, not what we want or what we desire, but he will give us what we need for his kingdom purpose to be realized in that situation for which we are praying uh, about. It's somewhat frustrating that God doesn't give us a whole storehouse of what we need up front. Every day. Which kind to imply that we need to come to him on a daily, on a regular basis. This is an invitation for today's bread because tomorrow it will be stale. Unless, of course, you sprinkle it with a bit of water and pop it in the oven and palm it off to your children as fresh bread. But you can only do that once in a while. Today's bread. Give us today our daily bread. Your character, your kingdom, your provision. And then the Father's forgiveness. It's all about relationship at the end of the day. And whatever you are praying about, whatever's on your heart, whatever you're wrestling with, relationship or relationships will almost certainly be at its heart. Without relationships, we cease to be human. It's very rarely just about things. It's usually always in the end about 
people. So may our relationships be restored to everything that they should be and could be. Forgive us the way we have messed up those relationships as we seek forgiveness from others. Forgive us our sins as we choose to forgive, to let off the hook, to let go of those who've sinned against us. And lead us. Remember that we're taking that thing for which we're praying and we're praying it through all of these stages, through all of these lenses. Or or if you like, we're praying for what we're praying about based on all of these truths. One of the things that you can be certain about is if you pray about something that's true, the whole of heaven's with you. Is that not the case? If it's true, then it's true. And so we're saying, Lord, guide us, guide this situation, guide whatever we are praying about into all truth, into all righteousness. Lead us away from that which is tempting. Lead us in the way that is everlasting and deliver us protection. Deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from all that stands against your kingdom purpose. Deliver us from all that is not right. Deliver us from hopelessness and unbelief. Deliver us from fear and anxiety and worry. Deliver us from that which is evil because all of those things are part of the evil one's kingdom. So I want you to think for a moment about something that you are praying for. And we're just going to be quiet for a minute or two for you just to perhaps recollect that, for you to get kind of that into the center of your heart and in your mind. Then I'm going to pray through these stages. And as I pray, in a general sense, I want you to, in your own heart, to, to make it particular, to make it specific for that which you are praying for. Does that make sense? And, and I, I hope that whilst... This moment is a significant moment as we pray together. It also uh, creates or demonstrates or illustrates a model, a way of praying that we can take into our daily prayer rhythm to help energize, to help build faith and hope in our praying for the things that we're praying for. So let's be still for a moment and uh, uh, and allow just your heart to settle. What's that thing that you have prayed for and are continuing to pray for? Or maybe what's that thing that you used to pray but you got bored or you became disbelieving or disheartened? That prayer that you always used to pray that you've put on the shelf or even put in the bin because it seemed hopeless and repetitive. What is that thing? that you have longed to bring to God daily. So, Father, we thank you that whatever that thing is, that person, that situation, that circumstance is, that as we lift our gaze from it, we see a Father in heaven who loves us, it and them, more than we can imagine. A Father whose care fills the whole universe. A Father whose presence fills every space, 
every time, every moment. A father who's altogether good, loving and generous and kind. A father that we can trust. And so for all that we are praying for, we put our trust again in the father's character. In his goodness, in his power, in his generosity, in his love towards us. And where we've been despairing, we allow hope to rise. Where we've been filled with unbelief, fill us afresh with renewed faith. For our God is able. Our God is the one who was dead but now alive forevermore. Our God is the one that fills, transcends heaven and earth. Nothing too small to escape his attention. Nothing too big to be beyond his reach. And so we pray with renewed heart, with renewed commitment that your kingdom, Lord, would come. Your goodness and your love and your generosity and your healing and your hope and your kindness. Your kingdom would come and your will would be done in the situation that is on our hearts. In that thing or with that person for whom we are praying right now. Your kingdom come. Your gracious kingdom, your loving kingdom, your kind kingdom, your kingdom that always desires our best and our good. Your kingdom come and your will be done. Help us to see what your kingdom coming would mean. Help us to begin to take, to put aside our own desires, our own longings and to long for your greater kingdom, to long for your greater good in this situation, in this circumstance. May your will be done. May it be like heaven, the goodness, the joy, the wonder, the beauty of heaven. May it be like heaven bursting forth into the situation for which we are praying as heaven comes to earth. May it be a little oasis of heaven, a little insight into all that is to come. Your kingdom come, your will be done. So give us, give them, give that situation for which we are praying. Give us everything we need for today. Tomorrow we'll trust you for tomorrow. But today we trust you for today. Give us our daily bread. If we need strength, give us strength. If we need hope, give us hope. If we need faith, give us faith. If we need patience, give us patience. If we need determination, give us determination. If we need love or gentleness or kindness or self-control, give us, give me today my daily bread. And I realize that above all else, in this situation and in every situation, it's relationships that matter most. So forgive me, forgive us. 
for everything that is marred and muddied and scarred relationships. And I choose to forgive those who've hurt and wounded me. And in the situations for which we are praying, may forgiveness where it is needed flow. And may that start with us. And where there are wrongs and pains and hurts that feel so overwhelming. We pray for forgiveness, for healing, for restoration. That as we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. May your forgiveness and cleansing flow into the situations for which we are praying. And lead us. Lead us, it and them, in the way that's everlasting. Lead us forward. Lead us into tomorrow in the confidence that today is not the end of the story. So lead us away from all that is tempting. Away from all that is evil. Away from all that is not right. Away from all that is not godly and holy and pure and beautiful and wonderful and kind. Lead us. Lead those for whom we are praying. Lead this situation into a new day, we pray. May everyone, may we and them and us, have the guidance that we need. And protect us. Protect us from the enemy that prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking whom He may devour. For too long maybe the enemy has whispered lies to us into this situation. For too long maybe the enemy has whispered lies to them, to it, whatever it is that we are praying. So today may the day of salvation be ours. May today be the day of deliverance. Deliver us from despair and from hopelessness and from fear. Deliver us from ungodliness. Deliver us from a lack of confidence. Deliver us from that sense of feeling you've abandoned us, forgotten us, or left us. For yours, in this situation for which we're praying, yours is the kingdom, and yours is the power, and yours is the glory. You are the one that will show your glory through this situation. You are the one that will show your power. Just as Jesus would say when people said, why is this? So that the glory of God can be made known. So lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. And ever. And so let's use those words together. Our Father, 
who art in heaven. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So, Lord God, may hope arise in those things that we have prayed for, perhaps for a week, a month, a year, or a decade, or more. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Let's uh, sing together as we come to the end of our uh, service. Please stay and use the time that we've got for uh, coffee uh, together, for chat and conversation. Opportunity at the end of our service to pray with someone. Just grab someone around or folk that will pray with you in the prayer room uh, at the back. If you're a, a guest here today, then we'd love the opportunity of just getting to know you and saying hi uh, to you. Let's uh, stand as we sing.